0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Long Finish. I am your host Tug Coker, and I'm here as always with my wife and co-host Catherine. While Coker, how are you doing tonight, Catherine?
1: I'm doing well. How are you?
0: Great. Just another day.
1: Yeah, just the usual. Just, just uh, you know, doing life as we do. Ain't no big thing. Nope, just the regs.
0: Kids aren't going to school.
1: They're still not sleeping, you know.
0: No, it's uh, it's crazy time out there for everyone. Ho- first and foremost, welcome to the long finish episode 24. It's the Kobe episode if you want to go by a 24 and not 8. Thank you to everyone for continuing to listen to this show now more than ever. I think we all have some time in our houses, apartments, hotel rooms, farms, wherever you all are. Thanks for taking time to listen to the show. Hopefully we'll, we'll get into a little bit about what's going on with the restaurant scene here in Santa Monica and Los Angeles. Obviously lots to talk about there. But we are a show built on positivity and the power of people doing great things in different parts of the world.
1: And also like just having pleasure in your life. Having a moment to sit back and enjoy something delicious and get a little escape and think about something different. And we got that.
0: So hopefully we can do that today. But there's no doubt in our life right now, it is pure chaos, as I'm sure it's pure chaos in so many of your lives right now. Really, our life has been kind of torn upside down because restaurants have closed in L.A., Santa Monica. So we're, we're doing some pivoting, which you'll hear about in a minute, which leaves me to be uh, sort of uh, Mr. Mom.
1: You are seriously Mr. Mom. Big, big. Big applause to this man today because when I came home from work, he was not stressed. He was happily, joyfully playing pirate. There was food being prepped for dinner. It was really remarkable. Well, I, I started drinking you. around two. Oh, <laughs> oh
0: dear. and I'm heavily. I was heavily sedated. Oh. So you <laughs> and know, so were they. And I guess. so were they. <laughs> exactly right. So it was an awesome day. I mean, despite mm-hmm. the rain. I mean. No, it's uh, it was a lot of fun, and you know, you, you and I had a conversation last night where we kind of went into detail about how we're going to navigate the next few weeks regarding not only our business, Esther's wine shop and bar, but also you know how we're going to monitor our kids. Our kids aren't in school right now, so I'm happy to pick up the line share of that work. And also, this is going to sound weird, but it's kind of thrilling to me. I think you think you know this. I find it. I mean, I want everyone to be safe, but I like the fact that it feels so weird that our daily routines are so broken up at this point. Ask me again in two weeks. I'll probably like. This This is the worst. But right now, I've been to Whole Foods the past couple days at 7 o'clock in the morning. And I can't help but just watch people kind of in the frenzy. And it reminds me of Supermarket Sweep, the great game show, (laughs) where I just see people grabbing... They're grabbing cans, and they don't even know what's in the can. They just see a can, and they're like, that's available. At one point on Sunday, I got back from New York, which is another part of the story we'll get into. There was one Sagis yogurt. Shout out to Sagis yogurt. That was 0% vanilla which I bought, and 0% plain, which is my usual go-to. But it was like leaking through the <laughs> container, and I still picked it up. I still picked it up, and only after about five minutes of walking around, I was like, do I really want to mess with a dairy product that's leaking out of the container? <laughs> so, I mean, I'm just sitting there watching people grab condensed milks, sweetened coconut milk. I'm looking at the, like, the spice aisle like, uh, like, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I just having a laugh.
1: Meanwhile, I'll have you know that you're texting me recipes and like, do we have this stuff? Do we have juniper berries? Because I'm gonna make corned beef hash for St. Patty's Day. I'm like, okay. I well,
0: because mean- the, the this this self-imposed quarantine has it has multiple functions. One, you have to feed your family. Two, you have to entertain your kids for the entire day. And three, you have to entertain yourself. So, at some point, you're like, do I want to try and develop a new skill? Or should I try and test myself with some cooking? So, I said, you know, I'm going to make some corned beef. Okay. So, so. no. So, I, and by the way, for all the listeners at home, could not find the juniper berries. Also, I could not find saltpeter. Well, Sally Weil out there, whoever out there, help me. DM me on Instagram at Tug Coker and tell me what saltpeter was. I was in the spice aisle for like a good four or five minutes looking for saltpeter. Don't know. So. Anyway,
1: but you are also the man who, when I came home on Sunday after work, he had taken all the lettuce that I had bought at the market and he instructed me. You instructed me to buy extra lettuce and he was washing it and drying it. There was not a surface in the kitchen that was not full of lettuce that had been washed and was drying. And he looked so stressed out like, take these kids off my hand because I need to wash this lettuce. Like, we're in the middle of a crisis, and you are worried about your lettuce.
0: You want to tell the car, car wreck story?
1: That's what this reminds me of, because it's so funny. We just seem to take intense situations and crises in a different manner. And it was 2008. I went to pick you up from a concert at the Hollywood Bowl, I think. it was R.E.M. And we're driving home on the 110. It was like midnight, 1230 or something. And we got hit by a drunk driver. I'm driving. I'd not been drinking. I'm trying to navigate over to the right side to the shoulder, but there's construction on the shoulder, and so I don't want to hit that. And I came without, within about a half inch of killing you. Yeah, we were
0: totally jackknifed. The guy just totally like it was jackknifed so frightening. Your side of the car,
1: all the doors bashed in, all the windows. Like we had to. The police came. We had to be pulled out of the car. It was horrific. Meanwhile, the entire time he's just eating an apple. This this person next to me like what and then afterwards he's like on a high like we survived for days and so excited whereas i didn't drive for six months that was just terrifying but this is how we're different and you know i do appreciate your bigger perspective and your your humor in this because it makes life a little bit better
0: what's the term of the week the uh, the distancing social distancing yeah i want everybody to be clear that there was proper social distancing at the whole foods today and i, I you know I, i'm not afraid to give it some side eye if a person you know crowds my space give with you know, that six foot radius what about that full side eye <coughs> oh yeah I that, throw...
1: that, that's what my dad does he's a, like classic well <coughs> that that's Excuse me
0: in this day and age that that sort of cough is going to get tons of looks oh, no yes. one's going near you <laughs> with that little throat clearing <laughs> cough that's for sure so maybe that's the move, but yeah, I mean, I went to Whole Foods today at seven o'clock. There was toilet paper there. We we have some already, so I didn't I didn't feel the need to grab more. But the pasta aisle was the first to go in Santa Monica. The pasta was done by seven fifteen. There was still milks, still. So but, anyone
1: that thinks Santa Monica is gluten free, they got it no, all wrong. No,
0: in times of crisis, it's we quickly break down. Go, Glute, f- go full give carb. Them the give them the carb. So anyway, I mean, uh, you know, listen, we're not here to make light of this situation. It's, it is pure craziness across the world. We wish nothing but the best. We're thinking about Italy. As a matter of fact, we're drinking some wine from Italy tonight to yes. sort of pay tribute to uh, our Italian friends and say we're thinking about you. So let's go ahead and talk about the wine we're having tonight. And, we um,
1: are drinking the Foradori 2018 Tiroldigo from the Dolomites. So this is in... Trentino Alto Adige. And it's 100% Turaldigo. That's the grape variety. It's native to that region. And it's made by the legendary female winemaker, Elisabetta Fordori. Although now really her sons, Theo and Emilio, run the estate and do most of the winemaking. But she is a legend in natural Italian wine. And this is such a pleasurable juicy inky red that feels so familiar but it's from a grape you've never heard of in a region you don't think about a lot for red wine so so fun and just comforting tonight
0: we know the weeks to come are filled with trepidation we're not sure what's gonna happen
1: but if you have some cozy time to hang out with a loved one on the phone or on your couch and drink some good wine then that is good stuff.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I was saying to you last night, you know, this is a great opportunity to kind of experience some new things, taste some new wine. So if this is you, chance for you to revisit some of the episodes, I'd love to have you guys do that. When you go back and revisit these episodes, you'll be able to see the progression that we've made with some of our kids, our two kids, and one in particular, the youngest, has gotten to be such a better sleeper. So much better. So let's go ahead and do what we always do, which is recap our bedtime performance, which I got to tell you, amidst all... The disruption within the world, the ability to get our kids to sleep around normal hours is, um, is signs of optimism. Oh, for us. it's very calming. Yeah. So I and mean,
1: the the Quinny went to bed so easy tonight. He was so sweet, went to bed so well. And then Bo now is going to bed half an hour after him. And we have like our special game time tonight, which we played animal charades for about half an hour, which was fun. And then teeth and bed it was easy like i would say an eight was solid solid night
0: the only downside to this for me is the long finish really starts around 9 a.m for me because i'm with them the whole day
1: the long long finish yeah
0: so, no, it's, it's actually great to be with them today, and I'm excited to see what that happens for the rest of the week because we went to the Santa Monica College campus, and because it was dry, it, was, it had, wasn't was raining yet, and we went out and just ran around and, and went up and down steps, which is all our 16-month-old wants to do. We were uh, subsequently kicked out by the campus police because I guess they've shut down the whole campus for COVID, but we had fun, and we felt like renegades, all three of us, just a bunch of outsiders. Oh my gosh, I wish I had your picture. But there's no way that the universe would put on us Twenty four seven trauma. So maybe the one thing that's getting better for us is the kids are they're cooperating,
1: and also like both their parents are hanging around. Like, that's, what's not to love about that's that? That's definitely true. They're You know, that. they love that. That's good family time. Is like awesome.
0: Well, let's go and get to the meat of of tonight's episode, which is kind of two things. There's two pieces of meat. One will be the wine that we talk about later. But also, let's talk about what's going on with the restaurant scene here in Santa Monica and Los Angeles and what Esther's plans to do for the next couple weeks or foreseeable future until we navigate uh, past this.
1: Yeah, let's just put that plan in quotes because the second we make a plan, tomorrow we're going to find out something new. But so far... Things have changed a lot in the last week when Mayor Garcetti just said, you know, restaurants and bars can no longer be open until the end of the month to discourage people from crowding in um, the same place. And so we have had to roll with that. So unfortunately, we had to let all of our hourly employees Place them on a mandatory unpaid leave of absence, which is not something that was what we wanted to do, but we had to do that. And the good news is they keep their health care. And Esther's is changing from a bar and dine-in to just Retail. 12 to 4 and then people can call in at 11. We will do same day delivery. We will do curbside pickup. People can come in from 12 to 4 and also have a small menu that's available from 12 to 4 on tablets and... And curbside, yeah. And so, you know, it's just, we took today to kind of like figure out, okay, what are we doing? What's the new plan? And, you know, maybe that'll change, but that's what we're going with tomorrow. And, you know, we had some lovely customers today. We weren't even open that came in and want to buy wine and support us. And that was just so, felt so awesome. Like, oh, the community wants to see us here. You know, that was so Nice. And the goal is to keep the business alive so that when we pass through all of this, which we need to be safe and we pass through it, we will have our business there and we can welcome our employees back. That is my goal. That's it. And we got to know people need wine right now. People need wine because they're in their homes. They want to chill. They want a little time to relax. They want a little escape. I'm sure there's people that just want to watch TV or hang out with their partner. You know, people need wine.
0: Yeah, so again, thank you to everybody for listening to the podcast. And if you haven't, go back and listen to some episodes that you need to catch up on. Time to binge. Do a little binge. Introduce it to your friends. And for those who live in the area, you mentioned there'll be free delivery.
1: Free delivery for $100 minimum. $100 minimum. five miles, yeah.
0: And I bring this up because... The delivery people are going to be the hosts of the show. It's going to be Catherine or myself or Catherine with our two kids or myself with our two kids. And we'll dress up and, you know, we'll take all the necessary precautions to keep everyone safe. But you're likely to see us. You know, if you're looking for some wine, feel free to purchase through us and we'll deliver to your door. All right, let's get into the wine. Let's talk about the wine. Let's get comfortable. And here's why I want to talk to you about this tonight. You know, we knew things were very hectic in the world. And I said, what wine do you want to talk about that sort of feels comforting and just sort of a, a bit of a, I don't know, this gives you like a bit of an escape. And you immediately went to this wine. So I'd love to hear why your thoughts are pointing toward this wine for such an occasion. And just to hear more about the wine, how much you care about this winemaker.
1: I've been a fan of Elisabetta Foradori since I first saw and tasted her wines, which was probably, I don't know. Nine, eight years ago, something like that. She is, as I said, a legend in a natural wine world of Italy. She grew up in the Dolomites, which is in Trentino. So that's in northern Italy, kind of middle of northern Italy. Her father started the vineyard in the 30s and then bottled his first vintage in 1960. And this wine was the first wine that was bottled. They've been making this wine since 1960. It's 100% Turaldigo a grape native to the region that used to just be like a bulk wine. It was made into something conventional, conventionally farmed. And the way that it was growing back in the day was on pergolas. So kind of like how you think of when you picture, you know, your stereotypical Italy, like the vines growing up above your head. That's how it was growing traditionally. Because they could grow a lot of it and they could grow it faster and easier for bulk wine. So Elizabeth's father died in 1976 and she finished college and then had to come home and run the winery. She was super young in her 20s. 1984 she started making the wine and she wanted to change everything she wanted to change the way it was the vines were trained so she changed it to be a guyot system so more like a vineyard that you would recognize here or in france and she sorry, also system?
0: guyot system g u y o t oh yes and, and what does that mean just for the people it's out there.
1: the way that the vines are trained or trellised to grow Gotcha. The direction. She moved everything to organics, native yeast fermentation, eventually biodynamics. This is from a biodynamically farmed vineyard and was on the forefront of that movement in Italy, which is really remarkable because, one, she's a woman, and two, she's in this region that nobody really is talking about or knows about because it's just bulk wine that's coming from that region. Nobody really cares about this grape variety, Turaltigo, and she's like, no, this is special and worthy. Now... She is a legend because these wines have something to say about where they're from. And you can taste this wine tonight. I'm sure you will agree with me. It's just pleasurable. It reminds you of so many things. It reminds you of Syrah. It reminds you of maybe Pinot Noir. It reminds you of other Italian grapes like a Barbera or a Lagrine, Or It reminds you of other things, but it's not exactly that. But it's kind of round and dark-buried and purple and peppery. I always remember this bartender that worked at Esther's right when we opened named Kedar. And he didn't know a lot about wine when he started, but he was the most friendly person on the face of the earth. And you could have him working the bar and you never need a host because he would greet every person. He was amazing at that. And he didn't know a lot about wine, but he always loved Syrah. And when I first introduced him to this wine, his jaw just dropped. He was like, oh, there's something else. And then we couldn't keep the wine in stock because he'd sell it to every table. Um, But whenever I introduce this wine to someone who's not who's like, I want something Italian, but here's the grape variety I love. And it's something kind of more fruity in California. I like this wine. And there are vintage, it definitely changes vintage to vintage. And this 2018 happens to be a leaner version. It's not quite as plush and full-bodied and rounded as it sometimes can be. This is more a classic vintage. So you still get more of that pepper and herbal notes, more acid, but I like that too. I like that it's different every time. But it still feels so, so comforting. It's just that round black fruit. And I don't know. It's yummy. So that is Elisabetta Foradori. She is a woman to know. The other thing about her, besides her just biography, which is or her history, which I kind of gave you. I met her in person. It's like, you know, those people that you meet in person that just seem like they have this like little halo around them, this this glow that they're carrying with them. She is like that. Like she's just walking on some different surface than everyone else, kind of gliding. And she has her hair natural, you know, so there's gray in it. And it's so elegant. It's so sexy. And she's older and she doesn't do anything to her face, no makeup. And she, is just stunning and when you meet her she has this incredible calm about her and you can see an interview with her i think on the louis dresner website which maybe we'll post but you kind of get the essence of like wow that is a really special person so grounded in who they are and yeah i get why they're an icon you know not just what they did but that persona
0: now you bring up a point about you know the wine being soothing comforting I feel like wine has that feeling. You see people come home to bottles of wine, glasses of wine at night. Like in times like this, like what makes you think wine has that quality? What gives wine that quality?
1: Well, every wine, every beverage has a mood. There's a reason that you drink coffee in the morning or a reason that you have a beer on a hot afternoon with your friends playing golf or something there's a reason that on a cold winter's night you want to cozy up with a book and a glass of cabernet there's just moods same as with food you're in the mood for a comfort food like a hamburger or you want something to feel fresh like a salad it's just about mood and i think all wines do that but particularly when you want comfort most people aren't exactly going for like shots you know they want something that is soothing and wine is more like that.
0: Yeah, wine is definitely more soothing than you would say, like
1: than liquor, liquor or beer. Yeah, or oh, and sure. beer seems more like chill or relaxing. Wine, it's the alcoholic version of tea. Sometimes, so, <laughs> so <laughs> I think.
0: Is that the title of the episode, "Alcoholic Tea"?
1: Yeah, you know, I tried to get to, into kombucha, hard kombucha, but it, that just didn't roll. You're, not,
0: you're not there yet. No,
1: not so yet. I'm still into the red wine.
0: But you're into kombucha, does not hard kombucha. Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
1: I'm a beverage gal. I like you almost really all beverages, as my mom says.
0: Okay, well, how about some other varietals out there that, when you th- just for you personally, when you think of needing some comfort, something soothing, or maybe even winemakers and like bottles of wine, off the top of your head, I'm asking you sort of spur of the moment, but are there some varietals that you're just like, ooh, that, the idea of that wine is comforting to me?
1: Yes, and I would say maybe some of these are universal, but maybe they're also just to me that they seem comforting. I always feel that way about Gamay. It feels like a happy red wine that's not too serious. Sometimes it's more serious. Sometimes it's not. But it's a happy wine. I feel like Yama is like that. And then Cabernet Franc always feels like something a little feisty, a little different, a little spicy, but still, oh, still comforting. You know, still so, so familiar and not over the top. If I'm like... Really just serious, and I need a glass of wine. Well, we're going to have Nebbiolo. You know, we got to really? have some tannic structure in there. Like, show me that you're a grape varietal. Come on now. That's some serious structure and complexity.
0: That's surprising to me. I, I wouldn't necessarily put Nebbiolo in the comforting space, but I like that answer because it feels unique.
1: I just think, like, sometimes you really want a glass of wine that's like, here I am, and that's what Nebbiolo is.
0: Yeah. So maybe- Now,
1: I, I named all red wines, but there's certainly white wines that can be comforting in I, I, the same way. Yeah, I,
0: I hear that. But I think the idea of red wines feels... It just, maybe it's just sort of what we see in films and stuff, but... It's cozy It just feels cozy. Up. It's yeah. like
1: you're in the winter, you're yeah. on your couch, I don't know. Or you're at your table with your lamb shank and you're opening a bottle of... Fabulous Palo Bea.
0: And for those out there, you know, we're all dealing with this tenuous time a little differently. And if you're looking for some wine to comfort you, uh, uh, you know, during the days and nights, I would agree. Look for the Cab Francs, maybe Gamay's, a uh, Four Dori, of course. Uh, and speaking of, two questions I always ask we're all hoarding some food some canned goods might be the pairing of choice
1: yeah well you know rice and beans that'll be just fine with this
0: yeah other other ideas for pairings
1: well i think your noodle aisle will be fine you know spaghetti with your spaghetti sauce yeah and i picked up two
0: jars of people, marinara so sauce that'll tonight. be
1: just fine that'll be great um your margarita pizza your frozen margarita pizza that'll be perfect i think you could do a veggie burger with this too maybe a little hot sauce a little avocado on it toasted bun. We You've got a ton of sweet potatoes. I was going to make a sweet potato soup. I think that would be good with it too, actually. This is a pretty versatile wine. Goes with something cozy and hearty.
0: And then for people out there who are looking to have some wines delivered or they're going to a local wine purveyor to sort of stock up for the next couple of weeks, is there ways to... First of all, do we know if Fordori makes it out to outside of the major markets, and if not, the wines that you could recommend that sort of resemble this wine?
1: There's so many different red varietals from Italy, and this is kind of special because it's not Nebbiolo, it's not Sangiovese, it's not Barbera, it's something very typical for a region. So if I were asking a wine shop owner, I would say, is there an Italian red that you have that's not the standard most popular varietal that's just like medium bodied, not too tannic, and that has great fruitiness to it and is really typical of that place. Just something different. It might not be easy to come by, but you know we have done an episode on Barbera, on Dolcetto, on San Giovese. These are wonderful varieties as well.
0: And one thing we would love, since we're all going to be quarantined to our houses for the next couple weeks if you live in the U.S. or parts of Europe or Asia. First of all, everyone stay safe out there. We're taking this seriously. We're, We're doing the full stay away from people for the next two weeks. But in a way to sort of connect with people, we would love to see pictures of the wines that you're drinking at your homes so if you have an opportunity to send us a dm or a picture at the long finish on instagram or facebook or tlf pod at twitter and let us know what you're drinking it just kind of gives us some too, kind of comfort it gives us comfort to see that we're out there yes some fun please wines.
1: tag yourself tag yourself tag us in a picture of yourself enjoying your wine like having your moment relaxing we would love to see you and support
0: that. Yeah, we're all trying to cope and soothe and wine for us is one way to do that. So. There
1: are just small pleasures that need to still be enjoyed and wine is one of them.
0: So now we come to the last portion of the evening which is what has been inspiring us this week. I will go ahead and go first and as I alluded to earlier, I've been th- portion of last week in New York City with some risk and, and the risk
1: The risk was that his wife would not answer his phone call if he didn't get home really fast. I went
0: back to New York to see one of my good friends in a Broadway show my friend Kyle Harris. We've been friends for about seven years after doing a play years ago and I went to see him on Broadway and I made it to New York and um. The The next day, Broadway closed, Broadway shut down. So I missed that show. I still got to see Kyle, but I was basically, for the most part, quarantined in my Hilton hotel room. I just want to give a shout out to all the people that work in the arts and in theater, especially when I was there because I know there's a lot of people out there who had dreams of being on Broadway in the spring or debuting on Broadway later this spring or off-Broadway even, which has some great theater shows. And I've been lucky enough to have that experience, and I just hope that these people, these actors, these dancers, these directors have the opportunity to do that at some point in the future, hopefully in the same show later this summer, hopefully later this spring but i know how hard everyone works to get to that point and i I love going to see shows and i had plans on seeing a couple different shows but obviously life takes over so my inspiration is the people that work hard in the arts to try to make these dreams come true and um, hopefully these people have an opportunity to have those dreams come true later this year and shout out to my guy kyle for having a great run and the inheritance on broadway i'm sorry that i missed it Catherine.
1: i'm inspired tonight, this week, by our staff at Esther's. They just put so much hard work into Esther's. So always, I am so grateful for that. But particularly the last week, they have been so gracious, so courageous, so thoughtful in the way that they've taken all kinds of new information. Okay, now we're going to do this. Okay, now, now we're going to take these precautions. Okay, now we're going to change this. And they have done so So gracefully, so thoughtfully and respectfully. And I just am so impressed with the way they've been beyond professional in all of this. And now today we have to make a really hard. We didn't have to make a decision. We were forced to make a decision. And I am inspired by all of them who have to now courageously take that next step. And anyone in the hospitality industry in this moment is facing a lot of fear and unknowns and what will come. So I am inspired by this industry. I still believe in it and I love every minute of the restaurant and I'm very grateful, very grateful for our staff.
0: Staff's incredible. Hopefully that we'll all be able to get back to work together soon. It's just an unpredictable time. So, and, you know, I talked about the Whole Foods episodes earlier. I I don't mean to make light of this incident at all. I mean, we're all taking this very seriously. And we just wish everyone safety and good health and good luck over the next, you know, couple weeks and months. And that's not only across the nation, but to the entire world. And if you're looking for a small bit of comfort going forward, I hope you'll continue to listen to the show. We'll try to talk about some great wines, some wines that you hopefully can pick up either at Esters or other places across the country and internationally, and will continue to soothe, have some comfort.
1: And on that note, I am going to do something that you can do out there, listeners, to oh. support our Esther's staff, and to support the long-finished, and to support your own enjoyment during this time. I am putting together a three-pack of wines that we will be tasting on the long finish in the next couple of weeks that you can call in, email, or DM to get in touch with us, and we will send those wines to you. Now, they're for purchase, I'm telling you that. It's not that they're free, but your purchase will go to supporting Esther's as a business, and if we stay afloat, then we will hire our staff back.
0: It's also an opportunity for us to sort of have a wine club together. I mean, we're, all, we're all stuck in yes. our rooms together, so let's talk about wines and drink the same wine together. It, so will it should be, be so fun.
1: fun to see you guys drinking the same thing as us and what you think about it. Yeah, it will be our little podcast wine club. It's
0: a it's a great podcast wine club. I, I'm excited about this. I hope you'll take Catherine up on this opportunity. And I will say that one other thing: not only for Esther's, but all small businesses. This is really about small businesses across the country. If you have an opportunity to support them, you can do it through delivery. You can also do it through gift cards. So Look for the opportunity to buy gift cards from not only Estras, but from any small business across America and beyond internationally. So, you know, that's right. Thank you for continuing to support small businesses. We need you now more than ever. All right, that's it for episode twenty-four. The Kobe episode, if you're calling him 24 and not 8. Thank you for listening to the show as always. If you have an opportunity to rate, review, and subscribe to the show, it would mean a lot to us. But more importantly, maybe spending some money at Esther's and other small businesses is the most important thing at this time. Keeping us all afloat, we really appreciate it. And we really just love having this conversation with you. So, Catherine, where can they find you and Long Finish on social media?
1: You can find me at Catherine Weill Coker on Instagram and Catherine Weill Coker on Facebook. And you can find The Long Finish at The Long Finish on Instagram and The Long Finish on Facebook.
0: You can find The Long Finish on Twitter at Pod, and you can find me at Twitter and Instagram at Tug Coker. Thank you again to everyone for listening to the show. Continue to stay vigilant with the social distancing, with washing your hands. We're just rooting for the best for all of us, not only in the U.S., but globally please take care of yourselves and we hope to have you all back here next week for another episode all new with another bottle of wine some fun stories about our parenting mishaps and hopefully some other good stuff too so thank you for listening and we'll see you back here next week and until then happy drinking ciao